What's up? What's up? What's up, fellas? What's up? How we do? We're not, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. What's up? We're not doing that. What's up? <laughs> You're the, the only one laughing. From the office? That's not from the office. It's from Budweiser commercials. Eh, I saw it in the office. Yeah, I know. I was there when the commercials came out. All right. <laughs> I was uh, probably there too. I just nah. You were not even around. When did those commercials come out? I don't know. Eighties. Nah. Yeah. You're lying. I was a little bitty. Had to be like eighty six, eighty seven, eighty eight. Nah. What do you know? Your dad drank Pearl. Figured <laughs> 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 you leave my daddy out of this, all right? All right, hey fellas, welcome to Reforming Manhood. This is the vi- the uh, podcast. Par- yeah, we're on a podcast now. We've been huh. doing it now for. So I can quit smiling. I keep looking at for Pretty a camera COVID. to smile to. I'll quit that. <laughs> All right. So uh, welcome to the podcast. We talk life from a Christian male perspective. My name's Mike Watt. I am the Lucha Preacher. I'm too sweet, Trevor Cowan. And uh, man, we're we're gonna jump back in. You can't quit smiling. I did. You nah. You love being here with me, dude. I hate it and I hate you. Nah, so, whatever. You're a liar. You know, Dirty rotten liar. Yeah. Yep. So we're jumping back in. What are we jumping back into? I don't know. Whatever. What were we talking about? I forget. We're talking about this article. This article, sure. Americans, they don't know what they believe about God. Christians don't know what they believe about God. People who claim to be Christians. That's right. This is from the Christian Post. And uh, they got a pretty pretty long article. And it was really good saying basically people uh, who claim to be Christians, they they think, uh, one, you can uh, pray a prayer and be done with uh with it and uh and you're you're going to heaven and on two they believe that you have to work your way to heaven which is exactly what praying a prayer would be would be works yeah that's works and so uh find out there's just a lot of christians out there people claim to be christians that that may not be or may not have a solid grounding on what it means to actually be a christian and since uh belief is such a huge part of being a believer um yeah that's fair we're taking it uh, back to the basics. Back to the basics. We're going back to the roots. What, 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 what? <laughs> so today, so last week we talked about gospel and, and salvation. Yes, sir. gospel and, and grace. Grace, and, yeah. Uh, and what those what the, those means, implication, and how, how if you get the gospel wrong or you get grace wrong, you, you may get your eternity wrong. Ooh, that's good. Yeah. It's yeah. good stuff. Yeah, you don't want to end up in the wrong space, you know, forever. Yeah. Um, this week, we're going to move on. We're going to talk about uh, monotheism, and we're going to talk about uh, Trinity. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Basics. Gotcha. Yeah, cool, yeah, cool, yeah, cool, yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. Well, that's the, we have, we've got to talk simple. about who our God is, right? Super easy. Dude. Yeah. Yes. Well, <laughs> all right, so what's, uh, what's monotheism? Monotheism there, Trev. Well, mono comes from the Latin root one. Well, what, what is what is ratten? I'm not aware. I of said that. Latin. No, you said ratten. No, I said Latin. We'll check the recording. You heard ratten because I was ratten. picking right. my head up. Dirty you know, rat. I don't like rats. They're gross. <laughs> Mono is the uh, I believe Latin, anyways. For, for hand. For for hand. Mi mano. Nah, That's you're making yo. stuff up. Hey, oh, come on. No, you're Mono in Spanish up. is hand. Maybe, but yeah. uno is in monotheism. One. It's one. <laughs> There's a difference between Latin and Spanish. Yeah, they got the same root. Not mono. <laughs> <laughs> different hands. Different hands. So mono is one, and theism we know is uh, what we believe about God or the belief of God. So yep. monotheism would be one God. That's right. That's exactly which it. is against uh, 
polytheism, which is many gods. Or atheism. Which is no zero god. Zero god. Yep. Yep. Yeah, so um, so to, to, to walk through this monotheism, we're going to go to Isaiah chapter 46, and we're going to do 8 through basically uh, 8 through 10. So let me read these to you guys. Remember this. Fix your mind. Take it to heart, you rebels. Remember the former things, those of long ago. I am God, and there is no other. I am God, and there's no one like me. I am Make known the end from the beginning, from ancient times, what is still to come. I say my purpose will stand, and I will do all that I please. That's it. Sorry. I'll stop there. I was getting pumped. I was getting pumped. He's stopping right there. Yep. So, uh, our boy, my future best friend, Jeff Durbin. (laughs) Yeah. I hope uh, he ninja kicks you in the face one day. Dude, me too. I'll make that guy look good. So what you need to know about me and wrestling. I'll make that guy look good. Um, I'll bump for the I'll bump the mess out of that. Um, anyways, um, our boy Jeff Durbin, future best friend, he uh, uses that verse anytime he's talking to Mormons who are, even though they would say they're monotheists, are polythe- polytheists. Yeah, yeah, they 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 believe that uh, as uh, God is, man can become. And so yep. that basically they, they, there is one God in charge, but you could become a God yourself. But even the one God that's in charge was created yeah, amongst yeah, so. a plurality of gods. Yeah, so in, in back to what we believe, we're, we're going to believe exactly what the Bible says. Um, verse 8, God is speaking. He makes it very clear there is no other, um, mm-hmm. just him. Yep. Everything else, if it's calling itself it's a God, it's got a little G in front of it. <laughs> yeah. And uh, uh, even back to uh, back to this Sunday when you were talking, Deuteronomy six. Yes. Um, Deuteronomy six four is uh, the Shema, the beginning of the Shema, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, he says, uh, "How is it? I forgot it just now." Hear, I lost O it. Israel. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Just one. So there's just one God. That's right. Yeah, he is. He is one. He says, "I am God, and there is no other." I am God, and there's no one like me. He is mm. unique. Um, in fact, uh, I had a teacher tell me there's there's two kinds of things in this world. There's creator and there's created. We are all landing in the created category. Um, but not he, God. Not God. He lands Self-existing in the, one. That's right. He's creator, and uh, he is unique, different than the rest of us. Um, I, love, I love what, I mean, dude, dude, just as you continue reading this, um, says i am god there is no other i'm god there's no one like me he is unique he is the creator um he said he makes known the beginning from the end from ancient times to things still to come he's working his will out mm. um, sovereign yes sovereign and in charge and he says my purpose will stand and i will do all that i please is what god says this is the words mm. of the, the words one true living god shylin our god is in the heavens he does all that he pleases i think he's quoting psalms but yeah but you put a little bass in it, so it sounds like... Our God is in the heavens. He does all that he pleases. <laughs> That's right. So we have <laughs> one God. We have one God monotheism. We believe in one God. We have to nail that down before we can move forward When, as we talk about... Because that can get confusing when we begin yeah. to talk about how our one God is triune. That's right. How he's three persons. That's right. And this goes back to what we just read. There, there's nothing else like him. 
Um, there is Isaiah 46. Man, I keep losing it. Sorry, my eyes are blurring. It's verse 9. Where are your glasses? I am God, and there's no one like me. I think they're in the... I don't know where they're at, to be I honest. I think they're in the worship center. Did I forget them in there on Sunday? Yeah, I think so. Dang it. I'm just going to squint and move on. <laughs> All right, so so there's nothing else that is triune. God he is the only trinity out there. I am uno un. You you are mon, mono... Mono mon, un. <laughs> no? One hand, yes. That's you. <laughs> I tried to say uno un, and you didn't like that. I don't like any of it. Any, any, any of your languages. Uno une? Because <laughs> it ends in an E? Yeah. You're, you're that all right. <laughs> all right. So, again, this back to that article that's kind of driving this, this, this whole series. Um, people aren't believing rightly. And so we have to then discuss these hard things. And, and man, most guys, you're, you're working out. You're on the treadmill or whatever you're doing as you listen, and that's, that's good and that's fine. And so grasping who our God is, believing rightly, is important because our, our Mormon friends, they're not believing rightly, and that means they're going to end up in another place. And so getting God right is important. Um, Matthew yeah. 7 talks about, we talked about this last week, but people who say, Lord, Lord, did I not do these things in your name? And, 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 and yeah, that would be true of your run-of-the-mill I mean, Mormon, they, they go on missions. They have to. Um, and so and and they would claim the name of Jesus. But Jesus then in the Matthew seven says, depart from me. I never knew you. Yeah, I would uh, I would say there's probably only. Actually, three. Uh, monotheistic religions in the world. OK, Hit me. Uh, Judaism. Um. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Islam mm-hmm. and uh, Christianity. Yep. So it it makes it pretty unique that we only serve one God. Yeah. Because you go to you go to Buddhism where it's not even just. I mean, it's it's polytheism, but it's like. Yeah, multiplicity. Yeah, multi. It's like it's so multiverse many. even. Yeah. yeah uh, Hinduism, plethora of gods. Um, Mormonism, even though they wouldn't say that, plethora of gods. Yep. Um. Any of any of the other ancient religions? Yeah. Um. Greek. Um. What's it called? The uh, fake, fake religion. <laughs> <laughs> the Roman and the Greek uh, gods. The yeah, I know what you're myth, yeah. mythical gods, mythical yeah, go. gods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, it, it's it's unique, and in fact, um, it would have been pretty scandalous to say. No, no, no. We only believe in one God. Well, what about uh, what about all these other guys? Yeah, I mean that book we're reading, Dominion. Yeah, um, yeah. that's what's uh, that's what separated the the Jews from the uh, from the Greeks at the time. Was yeah. they're real weird people? They only serve one God, and that one God is a jealous God. <laughs> and that was from the words of Greek Greek uh, philosophers, and yeah. uh, from the words of the atheists writing the book. Like, yeah, yeah. They they were they were set apart a different kind of people yep. than most of what's in the world. Yeah, and Judaism is where we we have our roots. The the Old Testament. Uh, yeah, we just uh, I guess would translate. It makes a nice little transition into Trinity now, <laughs> because yeah. uh, they would be missing two persons of the Holy the two persons of our monotheistic God. <laughs> uh, I bet 
I I would say probably one person. Okay, they're missing Jesus, huh? Yeah, they're just missing. They're Jesus. They're missing Jesus a lot because so. I bet they would say that there's a Holy Spirit. Maybe right. It's hard to say. Diune? Mm. Would, would they be Diune? I I don't I don't know. Well, uh, if you're a, a Jewish friend, give us a call. We'd love to hang out. We'd talk, love to talk pick about your brains, this. Yeah, correct, correct your theology. Yeah, convert you to uh, the one true living God. <laughs> <laughs> Read uh, Isaiah fifty three together. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Hey, so so where do we get this idea of Trinity from, scripturally speaking? Um, from the Bible. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I mean, where where does it start? Um, sorry, I'm looking through my PowerPoint here. So uh, where it starts is is actually in the Old Testament. Okay. Um, Genesis one twenty six. There seems to be a plurality of persons talking here. Whenever it says, "Then God said, let us make man in our image, according to our likeness." They will rule the fish of the sea, the birds of the sky, the livestock, the whole earth, and the creatures that crawl on the earth. Yeah. So, so this. This is the idea that God is one, but yet he's using a plurality here. Yeah. We're seeing the Trinity start to walk itself out. You know? Yep. In uh, Matthew 28, we actually see Jesus say, Go therefore make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. That's good. So that's, that's a big spot we go to where yeah. we see what the what the persons of the trinity are each persons of the trinity are yeah so so let's let's start trying to walk this thing out as uh, as we would define it let's so so jesus is god mm-hmm. the father god the father is god mm-hmm. and the holy spirit is god yep yep but but they're so they're one god one god three persons and the way reason we say they're three persons because because jesus is not the father or the spirit the father and the spirit are not the Father is not the Son or the Spirit, and the Spirit is not the Son or the Father. Yep, they're three distinct persons. Yeah, and so we, we see we see this play out as uh, you talked about earlier about Jesus' baptism, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, Jesus' baptism. Uh, when Jesus is baptized, we see all three persons of the Trinity. We are see slash hear. We hear God the Father saying, this is my Son. We see the Son in whom I'm well pleased. And the Spirit descends like a dove. And so we see in that one moment... All three persons of the Trinity in relationship with one another. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah, but it's, it is one God. Yeah. And, and that's when Jesus starts his ministry. Yeah. Like, by the way, here, here's how, here's how, th- here's how it be. Yeah. If we're going <laughs> to, if we're going to stay orthodox and not, not fall into heresy, the most simple way that we can describe the Trinity, or if we were to do it in a sentence, it would be there is one and only one living and true God, eternally existing in three distinct persons, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. That's as simple as it needs to be. Yeah, and another place we see Father, Son, Holy Spirit intermingling, I guess, um, as three separate persons is when uh, before Jesus goes to the cross, he's praying at Gethsemane, and uh, uh, he's praying it in the Spirit, it's Jesus. He's praying to the Father while praying in the Spirit. So all three actively working, um, and so they're they're one, but they're not the same person. It's one God, three persons. Yep. And so uh, we we have to, golly, wrestle with that because because there's so much logic in there that fails us. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And and oftentimes when we try to explain this, we mess it up. 
Yeah, for example, um, anytime, anytime that someone lands in heresy or that someone starts a cult, <laughs> it uh, it comes out of messing up explaining the Trinity and trying to make it more simple than what what it's been defined as. And and then again, one more time, definition being the Trinity is the Trinity is one God, only one living and true God, eternally existing in three distinct persons: Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. One God eternally existing in three persons, the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Good, yep. good, good. I mean, to me, that sounds a lot like uh, if I was trying to explain it to someone. Don't. <laughs> okay, so what are some of those uh, those examples? And again, we want to, I guess, honor the attempt, but then explain how it falls short. You know? Sure. All right, so what's, what's one of the attempts? An analogy that, again, it's an attempt, but it falls short. So what... The most common attempt yeah. um, to try to explain the Trinity is the analogy people will use with water. It's okay. the most common attempt. All right, so water Anybody is, listening uh, has probably heard it. Yeah, so because the water is three, three substances, mm-hmm. but it's You've it's got just solid, water. liquid, and gas. Yeah, yeah so solid. H2O can be solid, liquid, or gas. Solid is ice. Um, liquid is water, and then gas is steam. And so it, it seems like it works, right? I mean, it's one God, three persons. Come on, Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> can so, we? Can can I say we'll put that in the show notes? I will put a link to it in our Facebook page. All right, our in Facebook our Facebook group. page, we're gonna put it. It's it's a funny video. Y'all gotta watch it. It's from Luther Satire um, on the Trinity and where these things fall short. But we'll talk through it now, so you don't have to. But the video is pretty funny. It's <laughs> funny. Um. So. Yeah, so th- this is So they're uh, attempting and they're getting what they're getting right is three persons. Yes. The, the spirit being sort of Well, they're getting it right cuz there's three persons, but what they're getting wrong is the simultaneously existing at once. Sure. Well, so what is most, this called? This is called modalism. That's right. Yeah. Um and they would say that God exists in three different modes or three different forms, mm-hmm. which is different than persons. That's right. So that one piece of ice can never simultaneously be ice, water, and steam because it's not. Because yeah. it's, it's either ice or water or steam. And we, as, as we said before, we saw at Jesus' baptism and at Gethsemane, all three eternally existing, as our definition explains, at one time. And so uh, modalism would say that God changed modes. Like he yeah, was modes. The, if you hear modes, forms, or manifestations, those are the most common ways that they mess that up in their explaining it. And here's why this one is such a big deal. Because, one, it's so widely used. Mm-hmm. People use this one probably more than anything else to explain the Trinity. But two, there are false teachers out there that are actually using this to teach who God is. Mm. T.D. Jakes, Stephen Furtick. Um, two big ones are T.D. Jakes and Stephen Furtick. Yeah. And it's... Uh, they. I. I believe, I, I, I haven't studied this thoroughly enough, but I believe this is part of uh, what they would call oneness theology. Mm. Because they would say God is one person that exists in three different forms or three different modes or three different manifestations. Um, it's just modalism from the 300s rewritten. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And, this uh, was declared heresy back in, I think it was the 300s. Um, it was a long time ago. Yeah. So God is... Um, so why can we call it heresy then? Because that seems pretty harsh to say for someone that's just trying to explain the Trinity, right? Yeah, yeah, you're right. Because cause you're no longer explaining the God of the Bible. Yeah. It falls short so hard on the modes. 
Now, I've said this before, and I might be underthinking it. No, I think it's okay. If one water molecule could exist in all three states at once, then that would be the right, the right, or analogy. But it cannot, because water can only be solid, liquid, or gas at once, and so then it has to change modes. And so modalism would teach again that that it that, that God changed modes first as the angry God of the Old Testament, and then um, then he came as changed his mode from mm-hmm. from that to Jesus in person, and then he died, and now he changed his mode to the Holy Spirit, um, but but he didn't. And Jesus is in heaven right now um, interceding on my behalf and also building a place for me. And we have the <laughs> Holy mansion. Spirit in us. Yeah, we have the Holy Spirit in us. And, and, and so it's, it's not a matter of changing modes. And at the same time, I could never look the Father face to face. And right? the Father is, own... is working out his plan. That's right. And so um, he, he exists in all three persons at the same time. And, uh, yep. So, so we, we, I feel like we built, beat that one with a horse, beat that with a stick, beat that dead horse, beat that dead horse with a stick. Sure. All right. So we changed mo- changing modes. Wrong. False. Yep. So the next one is called Arianism. Oh, it which every fancy. time I hear that makes it, it doesn't make me think fancy. It makes me think like white supremacist. Oh crap! Yeah. Does it I, not make you think of that? It makes me think of I that. I guess now. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't before. It Anyways, like, I don't know, like club soda. <laughs> Anyways, Arianism is the the belief that, uh, well, this is the analogy people will use for Arianism. Yeah, let's start with the the analogy. Yeah. So the analogy is they will say the sun, they'll use the sun. Okay. And they'll say the sun represents the father. The light from the sun represents Jesus, the the sun. And the heat. And then the heat from the sun represents the Holy Spirit. Okay. So so what they're getting right is, is the three... Three different persons of the Trinity. Yeah. But what they're getting wrong is... This would teach that uh, the uh, that Jesus and the Holy Spirit are creations of the Father mm. and not one with the Father. Very good. This would put Jesus and the Holy Spirit as byproducts mm-hmm. of the Father, not co-equal in the Godhead. And so um, that's a problem because, yeah. again... Back to the basics, God is triune. Jesus is God, Holy Spirit is God, and God the Father is is God. And this one doesn't teach that. It teaches that the heat and the light come off of, out of, are created by the Son. Yeah. And Jesus was not created. He's always, what's our definition, existed eternally? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, eternally existing. Uh, so, so it falls yeah, short. Uh, this 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 goes against John one, it says in the beginning was the Word and the Word was God and the Word was with God. That's right. Um, all things were created through Him and apart from Him, not Nothing. one thing was created that has been created. So Jesus could not have been created. He's always been. That's right. All right um, so they're missing it if we if we fall off the horse on this and we try to use this to explain it, and that's that's hard because especially in talking with kids, you want to go to something they can grasp. Yeah, but the problem is Trinity is just not something we can grasp, <laughs> and so we need to yeah, quit trying completely. to make it simple. We need to quit yeah. trying to make it simpler yeah, than, that, that's than where it can the be. Jehovah's Witness fall into saying that Jesus was created. Yep, the brother of uh, Satan. Satan. No, yeah, Lucifer. That's Mormons. Lucifer. Is it? Yeah. I don't know the difference. I don't know. 
Anyways. Anyways, all right, so what's another analogy people use, and why is it wrong? Another one, uh, they would say, uh, this one is called uh, partialism. Okay. Partialism. This one, people will use an egg or an apple or a three-leaf clover. Or a football. Or a football. Yep. So here's what, what they get right, is they're saying, it's, it's one, one egg, and it's got, uh, it's got uh, the shell, and it's got the white, and it's got the yolk. So it's one egg, it's, it's three parts, but it's one thing. So it's, it's triune. Um, and then, um, or like the football, it's got the leather, it's got the stitching, and it's got the air inside. And so mm-hmm. these different parts, or what was the other one they use? An apple. An apple. They'll the, say it's the skin, the, red, the, the meat, the and meat, then the, the seed. seed. Yeah. yeah. And so what they're getting right is that it's one God. But again, they're getting persons one, wrong. But they're getting persons wrong. That's right. This is three different parts, but... We know that God, that, that Jesus is 100% God. That's right. We know that the Holy Spirit is 100% God, and we know that the Father is 100% God, but they're not each other. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, and so, so this is partialism, is that what we called it? Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, so that's, that's a problem because our God is, again, the definition, eternally existing, one God, three persons. And so... Um, yeah, they would. This, one they, falls this, short. this would. This would basically show that that each person of God is only a third. One third. Yeah. Of the God, not one hundred percent God. Yep. So Jesus is God, the Father is God, and the Holy Spirit is God, um, and they are not each other. And so this again, it just falls short. So now that uh, you've went ahead and killed all of my uh, childhood Sunday school, killed them, killed them the, dead. On the Trinity. Um, what What should we believe about the Trinity? Um, well, like. I guess first, like I said before, the most simple definition needs to be there's only one God living and true, eternally existing in three distinct persons, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. So that's as simple as it needs to be in explaining it. If you wanted to use some sort of image to explain it, there's a, uh, there's a little triangle where it has God in the middle. It's got the, the Father, the Son, and the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit on the, in each one of the angles. And it says, is the Father is God, but is not the Holy Spirit and is not Jesus. Mm. Jesus is God, but he's not the Father and he's not the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is God, but he's not the Father and it's not Jesus. And That's as uh, simple as we can make it. Um, yeah. Because that is what, uh, what, te- uh, what Scripture teaches about God. That he is, uh, that, that monotheism, that he's one God, um, but also triune. He's one God and three persons. Um, eternally existing as Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Anything else is missing the mark. And, and this is where I try to warn people to tread carefully because uh, sometimes sometimes you, you you don't know what's wrong with things until you've, you've stepped in it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like walking in, uh, in, in, well, Trevor's backyard, you know? That's uh, not true. I don't have a yard. Okay, in your little dog run? Nook. My little nook. nook. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> no, but... Uh, yeah, yeah. So walking back there, you know his dog is bombed somewhere, and uh, if it's dark, man, you just better stick to that main path where you know you're not going to step step in a mess. You know. Yeah. And uh, and that's what uh, that's what it, the Trinity becomes. It's man, don't step there or there, but let's just stay right on this lit path that has no bombs on it. Um, that uh, and that that lit path is what Scripture teaches, and it can't be any simpler than we worship one God eternally existing in three persons the father the son and holy spirit yeah and uh i think 
just one more thing I want to talk about before we uh, before we go before we tune out. We got a little bit of time left. Cool. Go ahead. We're sitting at. Uh, cool. 20, Bring it. So we, we what do you got to talk about? Uh, the last thing I wanted to talk about was uh, in my notes here. I have all three. Well, sorry, that got real blurry. All three persons of the Trinity have always existed, and they will always exist. They are all distinct in how they function, but they are all equal in authority and should be worshipped as one. Mm. So uh, the one thing I want to talk about was they're all distinct in how they function. So what do you think about uh, people who pray Daddy God? I think it's (laughs) gross. (laughs) But he's the father. He's Abba. I can't say Daddy God. Please don't. But but Daddy God. I'd rather you didn't. Uh, It grosses me out. It's just weird. I guess there's nothing wrong with it, but it's weird. Yeah, it is. It is weird. It's weird. Can we just call it you're what it is, guys? It's weird. You're a weirdo. Be, be <laughs> an adult and call the uh, self-existing God of the universe <laughs> by his name. Father. Father. Um, Sorry, but you so weren't going there. Where were you going? So I guess specifically looking at Ephesians 1 is where we see this. Uh... I'm just going to start reading in Ephesians 1, and I'll stop when I think I'm at the right spot. Uh, starting in verse 3, it said, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places, even as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and blameless before him. In love, he predestined us for adoption to himself as sons through Jesus Christ, according to the purpose of his will, to the praise of his glorious grace, with which he has blessed us in the Beloved. In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses according to the riches of his grace, which he lavished us in all wisdom and insight, making known to us the mystery of his will, according to his purpose, which he set forth in Christ as a plan for the fullness of time to unite all things in him, things in heaven and things on earth. In him we have obtained an inheritance, having been predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his will, so that we who are the first to hope in Christ might be to the praise of his glory in him you also when you heard the word of truth the gospel of your salvation and believed in him were sealed with the promised holy spirit who is the uh, guarantee of our inheritance until we acquire possession of it to the praise of his glory Whew. got it so there it was at the th- end there was well we see in all of that it's it's divided into three different parts there first we see god the father then we see the work that Jesus has done in our, on our behalf, and then the Holy Spirit. Um, and I have some little notes here. So first, with God the Father, we see three things in this, uh, in Ephesians 1. We see that He blessed us in Christ. We see that He chose us before the foundation of the world. And we see that He made us sons and daughters despite our sin. Hmm. So that's good. Um... For Jesus, we also see three things. We see that we have redemption through his blood, that he unites things on heaven and things on earth. And the three is that this was always God's plan for redemption. Um, so that's, uh, I think, important to look at. Like, it, yeah. Jesus wasn't his second. It's not a backup plan. Yeah, yeah. it wasn't a backup plan. It wasn't plan B. It was always plan A from the beginning. And then, uh, where's my three on the Holy Spirit here? Here they are. Here they are. Uh, my three points on the Holy Spirit that we see there is one, that he convicts the world of sin. Two, that he guides us in truth. And three, he seals us 
until we acquire our possession in heaven. Mm. All of that we see in what I read there. In our triune God. In our That's triune God. That's why it's important to believe in this monotheistic triune God. One God, three persons, eternally existing. Not, no part or passion. No part or passion. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole nother. That's a whole nother podcast. But we'll get there. Yep. Um, sweet. All right, guys. Again, we want to help with uh, with uh, world view problem. Um, this article we talked about on Christianity, uh, the Christian Post says uh, um, it says faithful shepherds. This is H. Uh, B. Charles talking. Faithful shepherds are needed to oversee worship life of the church to keep the church focused on the word of God. Every element of worship must be geared around the word of God so that uh, we sing scriptures, read scriptures, pray scriptures, preach scriptures, and engage scriptures in prayer and the ministry of the word. We just want to help build a biblical worldview, guys. That's the plan. Mm, that's um, good. And, and, and if the Bible is that important and the Bible doesn't teach a football or an egg or water, God no, no, he is the triune God, eternally existing in three persons, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Yep. Sweet. We, uh, we also want to continue this conversation. If you have more questions or if you just uh, think we're wrong and want to fight, we're up for that too. <laughs> I'm always on for a fight. Um, <laughs> but, uh, go I've to been our anchoring f- for one. Let's do this. That's right. Yeah. Uh, go to our Facebook group, uh, Reforming Manhood. It's a closed group for men, so we can continue this conversation in a safe place. Um, also, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. All right, share this with others. Let them know what we got uh, quality biblical information for a man looking to uh, figure things out, you know, live in that, uh, that tension. Yeah. <laughs> Please don't do that. <laughs> That's my, yeah. My deep. Scare me, Chewbacca. Yeah. <laughs> All right, fellas. My name is Michael Adam, the Lucha Preacher. I'm too sweet, Trevor Cowan. This has been Reforming Manhood, looking at yeah. life. Yeah. Through a Christian male perspective. Later. Later.